stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Okay, so Burnaby's happy. Albert is mad. Maybe we should be concerned. Or should we? What is going on here? Look, when it comes to pipelines like the Trans Mountain Pipeline Project, this is federal jurisdiction. It's a pipeline that's going from one point of Canada to another. Ottawa has its final say. And the federal government has approved the Trans Mountain Pipeline Project. So is all of this um, this this anger, this this floor stomping, this desk pounding from the B.C. government, is this all for show? Is this to be taken seriously? Is there much they can really do to try to block this pipeline? Well, they're trying. The latest gambit from the B.C. government is that they are going to restrict, they say, any increases in bitumen shipment until they have some time to study all of this. So what does that all mean? Anyway, joining us uh, for more, Tom Vernon joins us, a provincial affairs reporter with Global News. Uh, Tom, thanks for joining us here. Hey, anytime. So it's been an interesting afternoon. We just learned about this not that long ago. It's getting an angry reaction from both Premier Rachel Notley, from UCP leader Jason Kenney. So what's going on here? So, yeah, it was, uh, it's funny, we, this kind of came out of the blue over the noon hour, in, in, my, in my sphere anyway, where we got a call from the Premier's office saying, we're going to respond to what BC just did with this, uh, this restriction on bitumen. And you're right, you know, it, the British Columbia government stepped forward and said, look, we need to study the effects of uh, bitumen and spills and whether we can clean it up and how it acts. So, you know what, we're restricting. You can't ship any more bitumen through British Columbia over our waterways and that. And uh, Premier Rachel Notley stepped out and said, look, this is you guys are grasping at straws. This is unconstitutional. This is against the law. And you have no jurisdiction over decisions like this. And all you're doing is harming Canada's reputation and British Columbia's reputation when it comes to investment. So she came out immediately. Uh, she didn't really say what remedy she was going to take, but as you mentioned, Jason Kenney spoke with us as well, and he says, it's clear, you need to launch a legal challenge and you need to launch it right now. Or can we just ignore this? I mean, what what can mm. the B.C. government really do? Yeah, and I'm not sure about that. I mean, I, we I need to find somebody that's more, more of an <laughs> suppose, expert in constitutional yeah. law than I am, but I mean, we asked that question where can they really restrict this, and uh, Premier Rachel, you know, we asked her that and said, well, look, you know, all this does serves to do is harm our reputation when it comes to investments. And maybe I, I don't want to uh, theorize what BC is trying to do here, but, you know, if you keep throwing road barriers up in place, maybe the, the pipeline company just gives up, right? Uh, Kinder Morgan said, look, you know, if we face many more uh, hurdles on this, we're already a couple years behind schedule. And we saw what happened with Energy East and TransCanada when roadblocks kept getting put up. So maybe that's the long game here. Uh, keep putting enough roadblocks in, in the way that maybe they'll just back away. So did the BC government, are, are they talking specifically about Trans Mountain? I think the implication is is clear, but they're talking about an increase in bitumen shipments. If somehow we increased bitumen one area, reduced it somewhere else, maybe it wouldn't apply. Are we talking about just a, a net increase in bitumen? Are they talking about the pipeline specifically? Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking through the release again. I don't believe Trans Mountain uh, is specifically named in this phase, but I mean, it is clearly directed right at it. Um, you know, there aren't any other pipelines proposed <laughs> to go through that that's going to increase the uh, deal bit going through British Columbia, especially to the coast. So I think without naming it, yeah, obviously that's the one they're going right after. Um, you know, any current pipelines, I don't think they're they're looking at uh, uh, affecting that. So yeah, this is this is purely okay. Well, the NEB ruled, you know, you can bypass Burnaby's bylaws. So here's the next step, I suppose. Uh, and I guess 
it would help if, if the federal government were to, to say something about this. We haven't really heard any kind of response from Ottawa, have we? No, I haven't seen anything from Ottawa just yet. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, this, this falls on the federal government. It is a, a national project. It was approved by the federal government. They were the ones that uh, we gave the go-ahead on this, so they're the ones that need to kind of step up and, you know, say yeah, yay or no on this, uh, on this new ban, I suppose. Yeah, very interesting. All right, Tom, appreciate the update. Thanks for this. Anytime. All right, Tom Vernon, uh, Provincial Affairs Reporter, Global News, following this story today. All right, so let's try to get a sense of what's going on here. This is BC's Environment Minister, George Heyman, says, hey, you know, a spill could have all kinds of potential impacts. That's why we need what they're calling a pause. Our point has always been we don't think this is a good project. Uh, we don't think it's a good project for BC's interests or the national interest. We think uh, the potential damage to our economy, our environment, our coast, and First Nations interests is huge. So he says, given that, they need to, to basically cover all their bases, he says. Our proposal is to restrict the increase of, uh, of Dilbit through regulation uh, until we can be certain that uh, there's appropriate measures to prevent a spill and to adequately clean it up to prevent uh, catastrophic damage if it happens uh, on any number of fronts. Okay, so th- this may end up in court, and if nothing else, it could just cause an additional delay. Even if proponents of the pipeline are successful, it's just it's the time that it would take to either challenge this in court or if we just choose to ignore it and the B.C. government takes the feds to court would essentially be the same impact. Uh, This is the statement released by Premier Rachel Notley. Quote, having run out of tools in the toolbox, the government of B.C. is now grasping at straws. The B.C. government has every right to consult on whatever it pleases with its citizens. It does not have the right to rewrite our Constitution and assume powers for itself that it it does not have. If it did, our Confederation would be meaningless. Therefore, the action announced today by the B.C. government can only be seen for what it is, political game-playing. But it's a game that could have serious consequences for the jobs and livelihoods of millions of Canadians who count on their governments to behave rationally and within their scope of authority. Rash actions like these send a message to the world that in B.C. and in Canada, the rules are not what they might seem and therefore jeopardize investment decisions in hundreds of thousands of jobs across a range of important industries. When I talk about investor confidence, I'm not only speaking about oil and gas development. I'm talking about all cases where investors engage with lawmakers. Job creators need to be able to trust lawmakers. Today's announcement of B.C. suggests that they cannot. British Columbians, indeed all Canadians, deserve better. All right, well, I mean, it's hard to disagree with what she's saying. I guess um, where this all goes from here is uh, is anybody's guess. 403-974-8255. Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. You know what? I am not surprised. We heard that, uh, that uh, Horgan is trying to get LNG plants, and uh, we've got uh, Andrew Weaver down his throat about that, so those two have cut a deal. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, the price to pay. But you know what? If they want to do that, I think we need to do what Jason Kenney has said, and that is tit for tat. I want to see every truck, every transport truck carrying goods from B.C. stopped at the border and inspected to make sure they're mechanically sound before they set foot on Alberta roads. You know what? And if we have one or two inspectors doing it, there might be a hell of a long lineup of trucks, but so be it. Well, yeah, that could get interesting, Eric. Appreciate the phone call. I wonder if there's an appetite for that. Is there some way for us to retaliate? Or, again, if they're just stomping their feet, 
uh, throwing a tantrum. I mean, can't we just ignore them? You know, pat them on the head. How nice for you. You go and do your little panel and, you know, the grownups will get on with things. There's federal jurisdiction. So in a way, I guess what Rachel Notley says or what Jason Kenney says is as irrelevant as what the B.C. government says. What we need to hear is uh, where the prime minister's at. Yeah, it would be helpful if the prime minister were to come out and say what Rachel Notley has said. That you don't get to do this. You don't get to rewrite the Constitution. You don't get to assume powers for yourself that you don't have. Uh, I think that would be more meaningful coming from the prime minister, but I guess it's still appreciated nonetheless. 974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.